Good morning, Refuge. Welcome to another day's edition of Transformation Radio. Today we're going to start off with a little bit of You Won't Relent by Jesus Culture. Won't be letting to you 
James Green, phasing up the second phase today. I want to give an affirmation to Sam and Ray. Sam, stepping up, going into the laundry room, always making sacrifices for your brothers. Ray, becoming a house leader. You know, going to have to see you step up and help out your brothers, keep them accountable. There is beauty rising from these ashes. There is a new life in these tribals. There's a revival flowing like a fountain. There's a new song waiting to be sung. Our deliverer is coming. to the New Testament today. Our reading will be from the book of Romans, chapter 7, verse 14, and we'll go through chapter 8, verse 8. We'll see that if the law cannot change us or control us, what good is it? Its purpose is to reveal sin, and it does this job very well, as we shall see. Paul learned that the law even aroused evil desires in him. If something as holy as God's law can arouse sinful desires, what wicked sinners we must really be. Law brings out the worst in us, but love brings out the best in us. 
The Holy Spirit within us helps us to do what God wants. And we'll read about life. You see, when God saved you, He gave you a new life, not a new law. As you yield to that life, you obey His law. So keep your mind centered on the things of the Lord and seek to please God in all things. Let the Spirit live His life in you. And with that, let's begin our reading today in the New Testament. July 22nd, the New Testament, Romans chapter 7, verse 14, through chapter 8, verse 8. So the trouble is not with the law, for it is spiritual and good. The trouble is with me, Paul, for I am all too human, a slave to sin. I don't really understand myself. For I want to do what is right, but I don't do it. Instead, I do what I hate. But if I know that what I am doing is wrong, this shows that I agree that the law is good. So I am not the one doing wrong. It is sin living in me that does it. And I know that nothing good lives in me, that is, in my sinful nature. I want to do what is right, but I can't. I want to do what is good, but I don't. I don't want to do what is wrong, but I do it anyway. But if I do what I don't want to do, I am not really the one doing wrong. It is sin living in me that does it. I have discovered this principle of life, that when I want to do what is right, I inevitably do what is wrong. I love God's law with all my heart, but there is another power within me that is at war with my mind. This power makes me a slave to the sin that is still within me. Oh, what a miserable person I am! Who will free me from this life that is dominated by sin and death? Thank God! The answer is in Christ Jesus our Lord. So you see how it is. In my mind, I really want to obey God's law, but because of my sinful nature, I am a slave to sin. So now there is no condemnation for those who belong to Christ Jesus. And because you belong to Him, the power of the life-giving Spirit has freed you from the power of sin that leads to death. The law of Moses was unable to save us because of the weakness of our sinful nature. So God did what the law could not do. He sent His own Son in a body like the bodies we sinners have. And in that body, God declared an end to sin's control over us, by giving His Son as a sacrifice for our sins. He did this so that the just requirement of the law would be fully satisfied for us, who no longer follow our sinful nature, but instead follow the Spirit. Those who are dominated by the sinful nature think about sinful things, but those who are controlled by the Holy Spirit think about things that please the Spirit. So letting your sinful nature control your mind leads to death. But letting the Spirit control your mind leads to life and peace. For the sinful nature is always hostile to God. It never did obey God's laws, and it never will. That's why those who are still under the control of their sinful nature can never please God. I keep swinging for defenses. It's like this heart is defenseless. I get some passion that's pumping through my veins. Blood, sweat, tears, it's a calling. And if I can't walk, then I'm crawling. It might flicker, but they can't kill the flame. I can't stop, I can't quit. It's in my heart, it's on my lips. 
Psalm 18, verses 1 through 15. We'll see that David sang this song after God delivered him from his enemies and established him as the king of Israel. But keep in mind that he often sang to God in the midst of his trials. It is easier to sing after victory. It takes faith to sing during the battle. As David looked back on those difficult years, what did he see? Well, he saw God's faithfulness. God saved David, protected him, and strengthened him when Saul and his men were out to kill him. Is God your refuge and your strength? He saw God's righteousness. It humbled David to think that God would condescend to call him, equip him, and help him. And he saw God's exaltedness. David did not take credit for his victories. 
he gave all the glory to the Lord. Whatever David had, God gave it to him. Whatever he was, God made him. Whatever he did, God enabled him. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And now from the book of Psalms, Psalm 18, verses 1 through 15. For the choir director, a psalm of David, the servant of the Lord. He sang this song to the Lord on the day the Lord rescued him from all his enemies and from Saul. He sang, I love you, Lord. You are my strength. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my Savior. My God is my rock, in whom I find protection. He is my shield, the power that saves me, and my place of safety. I called on the Lord, who is worthy of praise, and He saved me from my enemies. The ropes of death entangled me. Floods of destruction swept over me. The grave wrapped its ropes around me. Death laid a trap in my path. But in my distress I cried out to the Lord. Yes, I prayed to my God for help. He heard me from His sanctuary. My cry to Him reached His ears. Then the earth quaked and trembled. The foundations of the mountains shook. They quaked because of his anger. Smoke poured from his nostrils. Fierce flames leaped from his mouth. Glowing coals blazed forth from him. He opened the heavens and came down. Dark storm clouds were beneath his feet. Mounted on a mighty angelic being, he flew, soaring on the wings of the wind. He shrouded himself in darkness, veiling his approach with dark rain clouds. Thick clouds shielded the brightness around him and rained down hail and burning coals. The Lord thundered from heaven. The voice of the Most High resounded amid the hail and burning coals. He shot his arrows and scattered his enemies. His lightning flashed, and they were greatly confused. Then, at your command, O Lord, at the blast of your breath, the bottom of the sea could be seen, and the foundations of the earth were laid bare. Proverbs chapter 19, verses 24 and 25. Lazy people take food in their hand, but don't even lift it to their mouth. If you punish a mocker, the simple-minded will learn a lesson. If you correct the wise, they will be all the wiser. Everybody's got a blank page, a story they're writing today, a wall that they're climbing. You can carry the past on your shoulders. You can start over regrets, no matter what you've gone through, Jesus. He gave it all to save you. He carried the cross on his shoulders, so you can start over. Don't let your heart be troubled, don't be afraid To the broken hearted, their wishes paid Never been born, never been torn, never sinned, never disobeyed I know you think there's no hope, no, but that ain't true Jesus saved I know you feel a regret, like I brought this all on myself, like I Messed it up big time and this time I don't deserve God's help Thinking, how can God forgive me? After knowing what I hid, Danny. After knowing that I hid from him and I stayed away and backslid. Listen, Jesus came for the sick. So true. Jesus came for the weak. Amen. Jesus 
came to give good news and to set the captives free. Amen. Listen, Jesus came for the poor. Amen. Jesus came with the keys. Amen. Jesus came to remove the chains so the prisoners every Everybody's got a Sent the sons of men can come and be free and gotta run no That's more. Come doing. to me, all who are weary. With heavy burdens, I'll give you rest. Separated you from your sin. As far as the east is from the he west. Said. Thrown in a sea of forgetfulness. What sin? What offense? And when them waves come crashing in, I'll calm the winds in your defense. So whatever said. it is that you've done, he put that punishment on his son. His You'll son. never come under his condemnation, conquer sin and Satan and his accusations. So dry your eyes, lift up your head. His peace. His peace. And he took our guilt on a cross instead. Took our place and now we embrace a clean slate with the eyes of faith. We know unfailing love. Unfailing love. Everybody's it's not too late. Start over. A story Dustin Grin here again. Um, I just want to pick up uh, the softball team. Uh, thank you guys. Uh, thank you for the first season. You know, it's uh, we've had our ups and downs, mostly downs, but uh, you know we endured through it. You know, I had a lot of fun, um, and I just I, I thank you guys that really came out and supported us, and to the families that really supported us. Uh, it was awesome, and um, I look forward. To the guys that are coming up, to where we can just rally the troops and we can go out and just win some ball games, second season, guys. Um, and I truly just want to thank you for the guys that started the season and honor their commitment and uh, right just to the end. Uh, you know, thank you. Um, if you guys would, would you pray with me? Jesus, I love you. I thank you for our health. I thank you for the jobs. I thank you for the beds that we wake up into, Father. I thank you for the the security that you uh, you give us, Jesus. And I thank you for the shadow that you cast over us, Father, so we are protected here. We can focus on the right things. Leadership in this ministry, I pray that they are in spiritual obedience, Father. So when they are walking, they are walking by the Spirit, Father, and they are walking in love, and they are walking in truth, Father, and they are showing just fruits of your Spirit, Jesus. Um, Father, I just want to uplift the guys in first phase today. Father, I pray over them. I just pray that they are having experiences with you, Father, that will forever change their life, Jesus. I pray this into existence. And for the guys in second phase and third phase, Father, I just pray for relationships to continue to grow in their family and here, Father. And I just pray for your truth to just sink down deep into their hearts, Father, and we walk this out in a practical way. I thank you for everyone that's um, affiliated with this ministry that is serving and just devote their time to helping us and getting us the things that we need, Father. 
Jesus, I just I thank you for the food that you provide for us, and I just thank you for holding dear to your promise to sustain us. So Jesus, I just ask that we have praises on our lips and in our mind today, Father, and we just um, we just humble ourselves, Father, to stoop and to serve somebody else, Father, to put someone else's needs ahead of us. Jesus, I love you, and I just um, I'm grateful for who you are and what you have done for me and my brothers, and um, I just thank you. In your son's name I pray. Amen. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of Transformation Radio.